0: Good afternoon, y'all. It's good to see y'all today on this wonderful feast of St. Martin of Tours. Um, just a, a little brief reflection on him. Uh, I love the lives of the saints because we can always grow, grow, uh, gain strength from looking at their lives, right? St. Martin was um, a young man. He was around 15 years old whenever he came into the Catholic Church. Um, he was a catechumen, which was basically just the beginnings of the inquiry, right? He had not yet been baptized or anything of that nature. His father, uh, however, was not a big fan of the Catholic Church. This was in the early 300s, mid-300s. There was still a lot of persecutions still raging in the church. And, um, and so he, he pulled him away from the world and he put him into the military. And so Martin became um, a soldier uh, for the army. And it was one day um, before he was ever baptized, Martin was um, on his horse and he was going down the road. He saw um, a beggar on the road not clothed with anything. It was the winter time. He was freezing to death. And so Martin comes up upon him and he takes his cope that he had on and he cut it in half and he, he um, clothed the, uh, the beggar with his cope. That night, Martin had a dream and he saw Jesus. And Jesus said, Behold Martin, even just a, a catechumen who has brought me underneath his cope. And Martin had this profound conversion at that point. He was baptized Catholic. He grew in his faith. And he ended up meeting a man by the name of St. Hilary. We have St. Hilary's parish here in our diocese at Raceland. Father J.D. is there. So Martin ended up meeting St. Hilary, and they started a monastery together. And I just think that's one of the coolest things. Like, you know, saints form saints. You hang out with saints, you're going to become a saint, right? So they began to be best of friends and they formed this beautiful monastery together. But Martin had this profound understanding of this gospel because of that incident where he met Jesus who looked like a beggar. Whatever you did to the least of my brothers and sisters, you've done it to me. That's Jesus' words to us today. And that's for everything. That's for every person that we meet. That's for every hungry person that we meet. That's for every person that gets under our skin that we don't want to pray for, that we're just mad at. That's every single person that we meet. Whatever you did to any of them, the least of them, you did it to me. Like those are His words. And that's the invitation for us. That's what it means for us to be a Christian. It's not that difficult for us to inherit eternal life. If you just follow that golden rule right there, You get it. You'll be welcomed into the eternal paradise that we all long for. Why? Because we lived our life seeking out Christ and the poorest of the poor and those who needed uh, assistance. Um, Yeah, that's where Jesus says He can be found. You know, you want to find Jesus? If you can't find Him, if you lost Him for some reason, go hang out with those who are in the old folks' home who are dying. Go hang out with those who are hungry. Go to the soup kitchens and feed them. Right? Go to, those, go to the jail and visit with people. Go to people who are in their house and haven't been out since March. Get on a rocking chair six feet apart, put your mask on, do whatever you got to do, but go visit them. Yeah, why? Because that's Jesus. And He's longing for people. So let us take those words of Jesus today and find a way to reach out. Even if you can't go meet somebody, maybe they're too far away, whatever, call them on the phone today. Let's take Jesus' words and put them to action today. Whatever we do for the least... Anybody. We do it for Jesus. And so let's do something for Christ today um, so that He can be glorified and manifest in love. Instead of all the stuff going on, let's let's choose love. Let's choose love to overcome any of the, the hard spots and grumblings that we have in our hearts. Love conquers all things. Amen?